Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Holonet Marauders podcast. Matt, you look frozen. No, oh, you're back. This computer is chugging along. <laughs> I'm getting a new one in like a week. Thank God. You looked like a 8-bit video game there for a minute. <laughs> the, the title just froze and I'm sitting there like, oh, great. Anywho. I don't even know what to do. We're back to talk some Star Wars. Last episode, we talked indie. This is episode 109. Uh, Jamie's not here today. She is here. I can, I can tell you where she is. She's in her craft room uh, working on a costume. And I don't have anything to do. So I was like, Matt, let's do the podcast episode. All right. And it's funny when Matt and I do things on our own without. Um, we're at our best with Jamie, but yes. we, we get a little sillier and uh, it's a different dynamic with the two of us. Um, yeah. Which we're I think we've only done it. All over the place. We've only done it on our bonus episodes on our Patreon. You're, you're telling me we've never done a podcast, just the two of us. Not like a regular one. You guys have done podcasts without me, obviously. Yeah, we have. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's Speaking of which, <laughs> subscribe hey, to our Patreon. Hey, all right. Um, you know, we have a lot of supporters on there right now. Um, we could always use all the support we could get. It, it, yeah. it really goes a long way to, to help the show. Uh, if you're a fan of the show, consider supporting us. Um, spread the word. As, yeah. Spread the word. Uh, starts as little as $1. And we've been having monthly giveaways starting. I haven't announced what it will be for this month. But for last month, it was a retro Luke Skywalker figure in the box. And uh, one of our good friends, that's one of our supporters, won it. And uh, I'm happy for them. And can't wait to see what the thing is for this month and who wins that. But yeah, we have a lot planned for that. Game nights. Um, uh, what you call it? Uh, commentaries. I was like, hey. oh, conversations. Commentaries on the films, uh, which Matt was over last we, week. Totally yes, forgot to do that. We, we got to yeah, start we, with Phantom Menace. But. 100. Oh, my God. That's going to be like, like an eight-hour commentary. We're going to be talking. The credits are going to be rolling. The DVD <laughs> menu is going to be rolling. Oh, yeah. I feel like we almost need to like wait a while. Like I haven't watched... I haven't really watched a Star Wars movie from beginning to end in a while. Like It'll be on TV, and I'll tune in. Like Return of the Jedi has been on a lot. And um, the sequels have been on a lot, too. We watched Rise of Skywalker, I think, with you a little bit last week. Last yeah. Jedi. But... uh yeah, well, those those will be coming one day. The game nights, like I said, we'll figure that out. Um, we got to do we get, we got to watch the Phantom Menace on VHS. That's oh, that's the way it has to be done. Yeah, that's the that's the way we got to com commentate, commentate, commentate. See, I couldn't it. I couldn't think of the word either. But it's you, commentate, right? But it's it commentary. feels weird because it's like commentary, so it should just be like comment. But I'm pretty sure the word is commentate. I could I be think wrong. You're right. Commentator. Yeah, I don't know. Anywho, we don't know what we're talking about. Uh, but. When it comes to Star Wars, we sort of know what we're talking about. But uh, just yeah, once English again, language. we do have a Patreon. I'm I'm terrible at promoting it, and I probably should at the beginning of every, every episode. Pardon me. I'm gonna hold but, you uh, to that. I'm gonna yeah. forget too. You guys gotta remind me because whenever it just happened this episode, we started. You were frozen. You looked like eight bit Donkey Kong <laughs> on the uh, I don't know on the what's the oldest console I can think of? What did Donkey Kong premiere on? It was the Nintendo Entertainment System, but really the arcade true anyways you looked like that i'm drinking my tea here and uh i forgot about the patreon but if you notice matt has a new mic today he sounds like yeah. the velvet fog here i am so, uh 
Hello. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to the show. He has some ASMR videos coming, I think. Oh, yeah, totally. Some, uh, I don't know if that picked up or not. Me playing with uh, spaceships. <laughs> so, to kick us off, other than talking about our Patreon, I had an idea to... Um, there's this card game coming out. It's not really a game. It's uh, Star Wars. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. Star Wars 125 conversation cards. What and the hell? I told you guys about it a while ago. Um, you, meaning Matt and Jamie. Uh, and I was like, oh, it doesn't come out till August. But it would be such the, the it'd be the best thing for our live streams of just oh, that'd be sitting great. back, shooting the breeze, talking about, you know, we have 125 topics to talk about pretty much with that. That'd be and, awesome. Um, it comes out in August. I think August 1st. So I'm looking forward to getting that. And uh, we can do more live streams, fun things like that, which we're going to be doing anyways. And I, I didn't even tell Matt about this, but uh, he didn't tell me doing... even what we're talking about today. I just I just came on. That's those are the best episodes sometimes. Right. I'm on I'm along so, for the ride. We'll have some new live streams coming up before Ahsoka starts um, in about a month and a half. Just about. Yeah. It's Roughly. like the last week in August, right? Yeah. So um so i have two questions from this game that were just like shown with the display so i was like okay let's do all right all right kind of uh, start it off yeah so which star wars character do you wish was your best friend it's a tough one that is a tough one because there are a lot of very good friends in star wars (sighs) would you want to choose someone that would always have your back like, like, would you want to have someone intimidating that would always have your back? Or would you rather have someone that's like... Well, if I'm picking somebody who's intimidating and always has my back, that's Chewy. But that's too easy. True. That, that's the easiest answer. That's the easiest answer around. I'd probably just go Qui-Gon. You can answer Qui-Gon for anything, and that's the best That's answer. probably true. He could cheat at dice with you. Uh, you could gamble with the, them. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Take to the casino. He'd be like can... Rain Man. Basically, Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon Rain Man? Yes. <laughs> um, He's at the craps table <laughs> who else would it be good hmm. chewy's the best answer qui-gon that's probably my choice yeah chewy's but chewy's so easy who would be like really, the worst answer who would be the worst answer but uh, even the worst answer is good because if you said job at the hut like job the hut's your best friend so like you're, you have a lot of power with that that's true same with like boss nass i don't know why i thought of boss nass as a bad friend but that was the first <laughs> thing that came to mind was boss nass <laughs> Uh, or Zam friend. Wessel, we know Django Fett's a bad friend because That's Zam true. Wessel and Django Fett were really good friends. And then as soon as you know she gets caught, he's just, he just all business. He's out of there. Yeah. So, not good friendship there. Would Vader be a good best friend? Not at all. No. Vader. First of all, Vader doesn't have friends. He has no friends. Anakin, yes. Vader, no. Anakin, yes. Yeah, sure. But as soon as he turns into Vader, he he's a he's a downer after yeah. that. He's going to be sitting around moping the whole time. And if you piss him off, he'll just choke you out. Like there's Palpatine. Oh, Palpatine would be a great friend. Yeah, Pal- probably... Palpatine Who... was such a good friend that he literally like single-handedly took Anakin with him. <laughs> like... Yeah. And if you notice in the movies and in the comics, everything, he always says my friend to Vader. Yeah, hey, my that. friend. And it's hey. like Vader's like, F off, dude. I hate you. <laughs> You're not my friend. You're like 50 years older than me. No, no. Older they're best friends. I, I honestly, that's a good friendship right there between the two of them. Palpatine always keeping People, Vader on his toes. If you guys haven't read the Star Wars comics, 
like you're missing out like i, oh, yeah, I just thinking of that you know matt talks about them every day like he's the master of them now but um the vader palpatine relationship in those it's it's pretty much like the the lego things the lego um uh shorts they were specials. making yeah. the lego holiday specials like where vader and um palpatine are just a bunch of goofballs going around they, it almost reminds me of like stewie vader yeah kind of from family guy but um yeah, they're like that in the comics. Obviously, a lot more serious, but like, it's great. Palpatine's hilarious, in a good way. Um, yeah, he's legitimately like he's just always scheming. He always has like that shit-eating grin on his face, and he's always like, "I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna mess with you today, Vader." Like every morning, he wakes up, and the first thing he does is like write down, "Like, oh, I had this really good idea last night. How I'm gonna mess with Vader." Every day, he's got like a whole list of things. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. I would Are say my. A good, oh, yeah. a good Star Wars friend would be, uh, for me, I'm going to go with the Eye of Webbish Bog. Because <laughs> he seems like a really chill dude who He'd knows share how to the party. Wayfinder with you. He would share the Wayfinder Ooh, with me because I'd answer all his riddles. All oh, his yeah. riddles. Huh. Yeah. Not who I would choose, but it's a, that's a classic Matt answer. That's an intimidating guy who always got your back. I always forget he's the spider on the baby's head. And not, not the, baby. the actual baby's head. So actually, I get two friends. Is the baby like alive? I don't know. I have no idea. I would assume so. Otherwise, it would have probably just rotted away underneath him and he wouldn't have anybody to float on. Because he's kind of like a parasite. Yeah. yeah. I so, have no idea. Anyways, that's a discussion for another day. But yeah. the other question that is uh, demoed here is a bit deeper, but probably easier to answer. So Luke Skywalker says, confronting fear is the destiny of a Jedi. Have you faced a fear? What happened? Have I no, I've never been scared in my life, actually. I didn't I don't know if you knew you that. You could be scared, but have you ever faced have you ever faced your fears? Yeah, dude. I've been playing Alien Isolation lately. <laughs> Which I <laughs> want to play, me, but I, tell you. I can't face my fear and play. That. I, I really I'm facing play. my fears right now. And it, that's it is, it's pretty scary. Like I'm not oh. a person who gets easily like scared of like movies, but this game knows how to make your heart race. Like half the time, like I know it's fake and I'm sitting there like not actually scared, but there might palms are still sweaty and my adrenaline is still like just churning and i'm like it must oh be the music god it's the sound design the sound design yeah. of this game is the best sound design i've ever heard in a, in a video game um and it makes you so uncomfortable i mean when you're just walking down the hall you hear people talking down the hall that you know you're gonna have to confront and then all of a sudden you just hear like above your head and you're like oh my god he's here and then like you gotta like what do you do you hide and and as soon as you hide you just hear you hear the alien just go Doof, and then you just hear his footsteps like doof, 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 as he's like stalking around and, and oh my god and i'm just sitting there like jesus this guy <laughs> yeah i've been i've been wanting to play that for years i think it's free on game pass but it's so it's insanely good if you ever want to play it while i'm over and it's daylight <laughs> might be a fun i would watch you adventure. play i don't want to play it again I'm barely you, making you it through it? the first time. No, I, I, I'm oh, on God. chapter seven out of 18. This game is long as hell Wow! for a horror game. I've played like five hours wow, and it, I'm barely even through. So facing fears. Um, I don't like flying and I went on a plane he, last year. Guys, he faced his fear. He fa I was there. Um, that was pretty good. Uh, for a real answer, I would say probably moving off to college and then moving off. I would say the biggest thing I've done that w in terms of facing my fear was moving to California for school for three months. That is a lot. That is crazy. Because I, I mean, first of all, 
I had just got my driver's license like a week before I left for California. <laughs> and I was so like, I'm a fresh new driver who's preparing to drive the streets of Los Angeles. Uh, we were <laughs> staying in a hostel. Um, obviously, you don't know anybody. We didn't even have an internship lined up when we flew out there. Uh, so we were literally just going out there just gung-ho. Let's see what happens. Isn't that the know? LA way though? Yeah, kind of. You kind of, you got to go out there with like, you got to go gung-ho. So. And then in true LA fashion, it became too expensive and I had to go home. <laughs> but for the three months I was out there, I had a blast. Um, but it was scary going and going out there. And we missed our flight uh, because I brought my Wii U. <laughs> and no, and <laughs> oh, nobody yeah. at the airport knew what a Wii U was. Uh, it was you were with you were with our friend Shelby. Yeah. You guys always miss flights. We've missed, yeah. Well, whether it was your fault or not your fault. Yeah, I was about to say, the time when we're sitting at the airport watching Notre Dame burn down and after and celebration, American Chicago. Airlines is canceling our flight, and we had to stay in Des Plaines, <laughs> the place where John Wayne Gacy was from, <laughs> which I didn't even know until after I left. I'm so disappointed because I would have tried to go around and been like, "Ooh, wow, it's over here." We, dude, we ate at this diner. It was the greatest diner. It was like pure Americana, and the waitress was like classic midwest dude the waitress was like classic like just smoked a cigarette like coming back in <laughs> curly hair like she lives in a trailer and she's like what can i get you doll it's great <laughs> awesome stuff oh man that's really so good. face your fears and you'll and and you'll have a fun time like ray um when she went to exegol really, <laughs> really had a fun time you might go to exegol or you might go to des plains <laughs> <laughs> either way you might not make it out alive <laughs> take your pick so our next little segment here is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Oh, yeah. We had a little preview for it where we talked about all the indie films and all the indie stuff uh, for the most part. Oh, we forgot to talk about the ride. At we completely dropped we... that because that's some of our favorite indie content is is the ride just for the line, just for the Sala intro. The, the line, we always joke the line is the ride, but the line is the ride. With that. The line is the ride for sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, but the movie, Dial of Destiny, yep. um, I saw it, I think, a couple of days before you saw it, Matt. I saw it the day it came out yep. to the public, um, and you saw it that Saturday. And I I liked it. Like, I didn't love it. But the more time that goes by, I really like it more. I don't know why. Um, I think part of it is because I know a couple of people that, like, are like, oh, I heard it's bad. And I have a whole, I have a whole thing with this. But... Um, I heard it was bad. I'm not seeing that. Like anti-Lucasfilm, anti-Captain Kennedy people. And I'm like, F off. Go see the movie. It's not bad. So I think that has made my love for it grow a bit more. Uh, because it really, it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. It, it's not like, offensively bad. I do not know why people think it's bad. I thought I it was fun. I thought I, I had a blast. It's absolutely not bad. Like it didn't no. blow me away, but it wasn't, I don't think it was supposed to. Like maybe I, I fell victim to like, I wanted to be wowed. It doesn't, like it's, you it's know, no Raiders. It's yeah, no it Crusade. The first three for yeah. me, but that, but who expects it to? I don't really expect S- some these people, movies to be, you know, better than the original three. The original three are like permanently ingrained in my brain as just some of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just looking to have a good time. I texted AJ after the movie ended and I said, that's the most fun I've had in a movie theater since the pandemic started. Which and I mean that. saying much but it's still good i mean i've seen I mean, a lot of movies <laughs> i know but there hasn't been like anything amazing like i feel like there hasn't been anything mind-blowing out really uh, I, I mean i know no way home um 
uh, yeah, yeah, No Way, no Home. Way Home. You had more fun in this than No Way Home. I had more fun in this than No Way Home. Because okay. that movie was built to have That fun movie the was built. I haven't watched it since the theater because that movie is a theater movie. Yeah. Um, but I had more fun at Dial of Destiny. And maybe that's just because I'm a sucker for Indiana Jones, even though Spider-Man is also one of my favorite things of all time. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. There's just something about, like, this was just a classic indie adventure that gave us some, like, really great set pieces, some really great indie set pieces. And I'm great all movies. about the indie set pieces. That's what I love the most, is what kind of crazy situations can we get Indiana Jones, and where are they? Yeah. Um, and they they did a great job. I thought, I don't know, I don't want to get into too deep spoiler territory or anything like that, but I will say this movie has like a focus on the Mediterranean. And I thought that was pretty cool because we really we really haven't gotten that. You know, yeah. number one was mostly in the desert. Number three is mostly in the desert. Um I think Fate of Atlantis, you might go to the Mediterranean. Yeah, well, Fate a, of Atlantis, that's, yeah. That's one of the games. Well, this this movie feels like it was a com combination of Fate of Atlantis and a little bit of the Spear of Destiny, which, I mean, the, the movie's name, Dial of Destiny. But yeah. honestly, like, there's a little, there's an Easter egg to the Spear of Destiny at the beginning of the movie, um, which plays into, you know, questions of whether or not because i mean it fits pretty well into what is established in the spear of destiny series but yeah i'm, I'm going on a tangent i could talk about uh, indie continuity for hours but the point is i had a lot of fun with dial of destiny and i think i'm the person that liked it the most in the group our my friend zach uh did not, he he was pretty disappointed when the movie ended um <laughs> Between you, he started again today with his dad. Oh, he did. Uh, and he said he liked it more. He said it's still his least favorite, but he said he's he's warming up to it. He likes it more. So okay, all right, I'll take it. I guess interesting. I mean, I can't imagine watching it again and thinking it's like worse. Like in in Zach's case, so true. Um, but yeah, no, between no, no, your friend group there, between Jamie and I, you definitely liked it the most. Yeah, I was I, pretty jazzed about it. On a scale of one to ten. I probably give it like a high seven. Same. Um, okay. So that's the thing I think with Matt. Matt is just like, we'll, we end up grading something the same. We never really rank or grade things uh, one to 10. We don't usually. It's fun when we do, but we don't usually do that. But um, we always have like the same meter with it. But like your high seven is like, whoa, I was blown away. But my high seven was like, it was fine. I feel like so we do that with Mando season three a lot. Yeah, probably. I think my thing is like seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, ten is like I really liked this and and, and enjoyed it and had fun. It did its job. If it hits I'm a satisfied. seven, it's yeah. good. That that's like the good slash fine mark. I would say that seven is like fine. Eight is good. Nine's great. Then I'd probably you know what I'd probably give it an eight. If, yeah, if we're you using that like scale, I'd give it an eight. Yeah, because I think it was better than just fine. I thought it was good. Yeah, which I give it like. I do decimals with mine, so I'll give it like a seven, seven. Wow. All right, good. Because I'm, I'm sure that I can't give it really adds a lot. Maybe to a it. seven, eight. Maybe a seven, eight. Wow, ooh, seven, eight. All right. Because okay, like, it's, it's almost to that that eight of like it's it was good. I really liked it, but it was. I mean, I did really like it. I had a good time. In the exactly, theater, that I had a good time watching it, and that's what an Indiana Jones movie is. <laughs> you know, if you didn't have a good time watching it, then you didn't like it, and. Yeah, that's fine. You know, that's why a lot of people don't like Temple of Doom because they don't they oh, don't yeah. have a good time watching it. That's I don't a different, blame you. 
it's in, it's in, that's intentional though at least like that you're not that's supposed to be a tough one to get through true that's um, my favorite but i feel like i'm in the minority with this one but i didn't like and you know this i didn't like the the de-aging i yeah i thought it was fine i thought it was good but well you know my issues with them doing it for star wars you it's and i more have of a like tolerance for it well it's not it's not how the it's not the how it looks thing. Yes, it with, is. So, with, no, with Star Wars, it's not for me. It's kind of like the moral uh, AI kind of thing. Like it feels, it feels weird to me when they did it with Luke. But I think Luke looked very good. Like okay. it's, I think he looked very, very good. Why is it morally questionable if Mark Hamill is like on set, like there giving his like approval, and even in some cases doing the motion capture acting himself? So it's not as much the luke thing i have an issue it's the dialogue with that like it, they well, use like microsoft sam but yeah. i mean but look what happens when they when don't you use and... microsoft sam <laughs> you get yeah, laryngitis indiana jones that that is something um but i'm more so afraid of what they could do with the de-aging like if they have the ot characters well in these things and like I mean, they, I, they probably are i just don't want it everywhere because it is weird. It is weird that I noticed it so badly in Indiana Jones. Like I joked with you, and I saw people online that agreed. Uh, only a few, but uh, that it looked like um, Polar Express. Yeah. And someone even posted a still of Indy, not from the trailer, but one of the shots of him on the the train in the movie, and uh, at the beginning. And I was like, I could still see it. I can I can see it in his face. Like it doesn't look. It's not real. Uh, it's a little uncanny valley, you know. And it's um. It Our it looks amazing. Pick that up. Like I said to you, it looks like it looks like a really good next gen video game. Yeah, it does, but it doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like actual Harrison Ford back in the day. Like, and I personally, I, can see I was fine with it. I thought it it did its job well enough, and I was actually super jazzed to get an indie adventure happening like during the last days of World War Two. No, I first love of all that. during so, World War Two, that was some of the best parts like, of the movie, if not yeah, the best part. That but it's just awesome. whenever they showed the close-ups, I was like, you know, I yeah, could, I could notice it. But um, but, but for me, sometimes I'm just like, don't. <laughs> I I literally just tell my brain, I'm just like, don't bother. Just 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 watch yeah. it. <laughs> you know, like don't. No, that's that's the right way to go into it. But... My brain's like, no, dude, no, no, it's, it's not real. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Just just ignore it. Just forget it. <laughs> like, just move. <laughs> you move past it. Uh, but. Should I go on my tangent about being angry about people, or should I just not do that? You already kind of did. Yeah, but I teased it. So there's people. Okay, I'm not even going to talk about a specific person, but there's people who just like go off of YouTube reviews, and this is like why for Holland at Marauders, I love to do our positive thing. And but like we don't we don't fake anything. Like I just said, yeah, Indy was uh, yeah. fine. I'm not here like oh it was amazing, best thing I've ever seen. So like. And Mando season three was a lot of that too, even though I love Mando season three. But um, there, there are YouTuber YouTubers who are intentionally negative. I feel and toxic, just because yes. that's more popular. That's what gets it's the not, views. Yeah, it's, it's what, what gets, gets the, the subs. Outrage generates clicks far more yeah. than positivity. That's just and how it is. Someone I know was going through YouTube thumbnails, and like, just like, oh look, this person said like this was bad or this was a disaster, and like. A picture of like Kathleen Kennedy and like and um Helena Shaw from the movie and it's like oh disaster but they always oh, they... have like the big wide eyes and they always edit them to be like ooh like yeah 
like just awful just and awful all around i was talking with some friends the other day and we were just we we're talking about different things he's he's very passionate about marvel um kind of like we are with star wars but he we both like over we're like a venn diagram we overlap with each other we like each of the things but we got to the point where we're both we're both white guys and you and i are both white guys um a bunch of white we're two white people. we're a couple of white people um but we're both white men and the worst like th those are the people they have they have problems with women <laughs> women lead roles and it's they like do. i mean they really, really do that it's, really bothers me it's like why like, it's it's hard to deny it at this point because every single movie that's generated any of those kinds of controversies all have female leads and they'll always say the same thing they'll always say the same thing oh but we like ellen ripley and yeah. sarah connor sarah connor and ellen ripley are the only two female characters that gain universal acclaim and look i love ellen ripley and sarah connor oh, yeah. but I, i'm on an alien kick right now so i'm all i like i'm totally into ellen ripley right now but still i mean it, it's not a coincidence that like captain marvel and uh the sequel trilogy and you know indiana jones and the dial of destiny and so many people are focusing on helena shaw and and holdo and or even um the new video game coming out which looks awesome uh, outlaws you play yeah. as you play as a woman so it's and like... that was the same thing where it was like i wish we could change our character <laughs> and it's and it, but there's been so many on, times like... where and I'm not saying everybody who wanted to change their character or customize their character is sexist right. and doesn't want to play wanted... as a woman. No, that's not what I'm saying. Right. Obviously, you know, a vast majority of those people just wanted to create some character. Like, like my friend Zach, things. who's yeah. like, oh, I want to play as a Jedi. I hope Zach but... doesn't watch these. He does. Oh, we're, not, we're not calling out Zach. Not I'm calling out Zach. We love Zach. Right now. Um, but... Those people just really bother me and like i wanted to get on here on our platform and just complain about those people and if you're one of those people uh you know, maybe watch our videos and gain a new perspective uh, yeah like and change your ways because as a star well, wars fan i have to believe that there is redemption for everyone um as yeah. long you know we're not we're not going as far as in star wars where like war criminals <laughs> are are actually secretly good people waiting for their chance but for something as uh, inconsequential as being, you know, a dumbass sexist YouTuber, uh, you can change your ways. There's there's yeah. still hope for you. Watch our videos. Enjoy, enjoy some positivity. I mean, I don't know. People just have, like we said, gotta gotta rethink things, guys. You gotta yeah, gotta be better. So, let's move on. This was a little section I wanted to dedicate to Matt here because I don't I don't have much to say on this, but. What are what are you into right now in Star Wars? Like you said, you're into Alien, but with Star Wars, what's like your what's oh, your current thing? Uh, yeah, because my my brain kind of does operate where I'm like, ooh, hyperfixation on one thing, but like in the back of my mind, it's always like, ooh, Star Wars. Um, well, I just I'm wrapping up my read through of the original Star Wars 2015 run. I'm literally on Empire Ascendant, which is the last uh mini series before we go to post empire strikes back content um in That's terms the of there of star wars and what i've been thinking about lately mostly the comments from kathleen kennedy that says that dawn of the jedi and new jedi order are going to kind of connect in some way 
that, that's a segment I have ready to go next. So. Holy crap. <laughs> well, there it is. That's what I, I've been thinking about a lot. Of, I've been getting it's so funny because, oh, my God, India, Dial of Destiny is not doing well. Uh, and James Mangold. You, we know Lucasfilm's Lucas uh, record with yeah. directors who don't ha- who have a movie that doesn't do well before they're slated to do this one. Um, so maybe it's a bad time to be like thinking of Dawn of the Jedi and getting excited about Dawn of the Jedi. But I'm thinking about it and getting excited about it. Um, please, Lucasfilm, if you're listening, and I know you are, don't get rid of James Mangold just because Indy's flopping. I don't care. Just... I what think, do you think the reason behind the flopping is? I know we moved on to Star Wars here, but it kind of over. Um, that's a number of things. I think the movie got what, like a B plus cinema score. So it, audiences have been kind of mixed on it, you know, pretty middling. Um, well, I, I mean, I've told you we were playing Minecraft or something and I was telling you my opinion that like, I don't think the younger generation is. And yeah. at this point, the school's out kids are kids and families are going to the movies and like i don't think they're into indie these days as much as you know star wars or marvel or the more exciting things and yeah, like which is a shame the release was weird because it was fourth of july weekend like up here in new england the weather was terrible so it was a great time to go to the movies but who was really who who like if it's fourth of july weekend maybe people travel to the beach True. or something the lake but like who's going to the movies i don't know um and also, it's it's smack dab in the middle of all these monster, like, I would say monster movies, but monster in terms of, like, people want to go see them. Like, uh, I'll be going to see Mission Impossible, Dead yep. Reckoning. Like, I've caught up on those. Those are just super adventurous. Like, Indy's yeah. 80, Harrison Ford's 80 years old in these. Tom Cruise is 61, which is crazy, but he's and doing Tom crazy Cruise things in those. said he's going to be continuing to play Ethan Hunt until he's, he wants so to outpace 80. Harrison Jones. Harrison <laughs> Harrison Jones. <laughs> um, but yeah, he you have to outpace Harrison Ford in playing Ethan Hunt, which I think is funny. That's gonna did be he, like, did he actually say that? He actually said that he because somebody asked him, you're like, you're getting up there. You know, Harrison Ford just came back as Indy, and he was like, oh, I want to keep playing in Mission Impossible movies until I'm that age. I want to you know outpace what? him. He'll probably take... die doing it. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's I how he wants to, to that, go but... out at this point. Yeah, I think that's how he wants to go out. But those movies, the Mission Impossible movies, if you guys haven't seen those, um, they keep getting better with re- reviews. Like the Rotten Tomatoes for the last one this was like 97. Yeah. The ne- this new one's at a 99, which is crazy. Oh, Jesus Christ, guys. Um, they really just, know what they're doing. Yeah, they do. Um, but what else? Like Oppenheimer is coming out. Yep. Barbie's coming out. That, that's a whole out. meme. Those are both going to yep. do fantastic. Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, and we had Guardians come out a little while ago. What else has come out recently? What came out? So, oh, well, the Transformers movie, if you care about yeah. that. But I mean, honestly, kids are going to go see that instead of seeing Indy probably. So. You're probably right. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably right. And what just came out like two weeks ago? Something something big came out two weeks ago that I'm forgetting. Right? Um, Maybe three weeks ago? Whatever. But yeah, the point is like Indy's come out smack dab in the middle of all these other movies. And maybe that's part of it. It's expensive to go to the movies. Like... It might be like fifty bucks for Jamie and I to go get two tickets. Like that's expensive. Yeah. Really no. Cool. And and you know, uh, Alex from Star Wars Explained kind of touched on this too in one of his latest videos. He said that he's you know, after the pandemic, he's no longer like a completionist. Like a lot of people just skip movies now because they don't. The other, they, you know, that's don't the other need, thing. They don't feel obligated to go to the movies anymore to see them. This movie's going to be out on Disney Plus in yeah. a month or maybe two months, month or two. Yeah. I don't know. Like just wait till then and see it. Like that's. 
probably where a lot of people stand. You and I are and, more diehard indie fans. So. You know, we might we might be hearing how indie's doing really well on Disney Plus. You know, when it comes yeah. out, and it's like, wish you guys had gone to see it in the theater. But I mean, the stakes are pretty low. I mean, I'm Dawn of the Jedi. I really want that to happen. So I really hope that this doesn't tarnish James Mangold's reputation with Lucasfilm. I don't think it will. I mean, he's I don't. He's still an excellent director. He has like amazing movies under his belt. They've let people go for less. Yeah. You know, we had we we all thought Rogue Squadron was going to be the next Star Wars movie. That was that was a like a pretty much like a done deal slam dunk. And then all of a sudden that's no longer, you know, I think still in the still in the it's in the pipeline. It's in development. But I don't know if that's I think the three movies they announced at Celebration were the ones that will be coming out in soon absolutely um we know most likely two are going to come out in 2026 Mm, Um, we don't know that for sure i'm actually i would bet most of my life savings that they're not going to release two star wars movies in 2026 i hope you're right and one of them alongside friggin avengers did they learn nothing from solo they have to be the stupidest idiots on the planet and if you're listening and indie and i know you are don't be the stupidest idiots on the planet (laughs) uh and release a star wars movie First of all, not in December. Uh, stop that. Stop trying to make the May releases happen. I know that was the first six movies, but it's that's not happening anymore. We're done. Yeah. We've moved on from that. Nobody wants to see a Star Wars movie in spring anymore. They all want to see them in at well, Christmas. Lump indie into there. I know indie's a very I'll, I'll lump spring indie in thing there too. too. So like, but yeah, Lucasfilm only release films at Christmas time. Lucasfilm. That's when we want them. Don't be dummies. Don't release a Star Wars movie alongside an <laughs> Avengers movie for the love of God. I don't care. I I've, d- delay the movies. Do like 26, 27, 28, 26, 28, 30. I don't care. Whatever you want. Yeah. Push back one of the Avatar movies. You're getting like eight of them. Don't have to. You don't have to worry about those anymore. Just release them when you want to. They'll make two billion dollars no matter when you release them. Mm. Just don't do that. Don't release two Star Wars movies in the same year. It's a bad idea. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, it is all Disney money between Avengers and Star Wars at the end of the and day. I really, so. really hope in 2026 we're not like cutting back to this and being like, look at look at Matt railing about this uh, right in, like in May of 2026, right before the new Star Wars movie comes out, and we're like cutting back to this, going, "Uh oh, <laughs> Matt." See, I I don't think it'll be if they do do the May and December thing. They I don't do. think it would be quite a solo thing because like solo situation because that was december and may like we had just gotten one in december this would be the first move star wars movie in a while and that would be lucasfilm marketing forgot that movie existed yeah and then like a month before they like called the guy at his desk and he was he was just lounging around and they were like hey do you get on uh solo yet and he's like he like hops up he's like oh shit (laughs) and then the marketing (laughs) campaign started in like friggin may so we know we most likely know i shouldn't say we know we think that the ray movie will be first Yep. Then I think the we know movie. that. I think that's pretty confirmed at this point. Yeah, because I mean, I think they're filming soon or in pre-production. They start. Soon, so. Rumor has it April 2024 is when they're going to start filming. If okay. the writer strike ends soon, right? Um, or ends. I mean, I, we've heard rumors that it's going to continue on until the end of the year. Um, which you know, more power to them. Like, give them what they want. Stop. You know jerking writers around and yeah. actually like pay them living wages and stop treating them like crap and give them you know the meager demands it's not like they're asking for a lot um 
so yeah, full full one hundred percent support for the writer strike here. Don't yeah, you absolutely. Know, don't misconstrue me wanting the writer strike to end with me wanting writers to get screwed over. No, I want it to go as long as they get what they want. Yeah, um, and they will eventually. I think they will. I mean, I, I hope so. Something's got to give eventually. So yeah, you say they, that, but as much as they want AI to write everything, it's not going to work. <laughs> um, so what I was getting to was um, the Ray movie. What if you got to, if you had to pick, if you were working for Lucasfilm and you were choosing what's the scheduling person of the movies coming out, what order would you put those coming out? Like, what do you think? Cause Lucasfilm wants this next movie to make buckets of money. True. And what's going to do that? I might've put the Mando movie first. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're probably right. If that I think is the most guaranteed way to get butts and seats it's a movie with brogu in it people are gonna go see a movie with grogu in it yeah that's just how it is you know um and if we're talking about i mean really we could really it, it could be chronological this is like the big culmination of the mando you know saga uh that ends and then we move on to ray and her jedi order we get a luke you know, we probably I'm going to say we probably are going to see Luke at, in some capacity in this movie. Um, mm. And I'm thinking it's probably going to be, you know, bigger than just his, his cameo in Book of Boba Fett. Um, but if that is the case, then you give everybody what they want. We have a Luke movie to end all Luke movies. And then we go to Ray. That would be yeah. a great parallel because Luke and Ray are basically in the exact same spot in terms of. They're Jedi. You know, Luke might be a little earlier, but not a lot. He's still trying. He's getting his Jedi order, you know, rolling. He's dealing with problems in the galaxy post Empire. And Rey is getting her Jedi order moving forward and dealing with her problems post First Order. Um, So you could definitely like have a parallel between Luke, Rey and, you know, that whole thing. You satisfy the hell out of people with a Mando movie and more people are going to now be intrigued and excited about the prospect of seeing Jedi on the screen again. And they're going to want to see Ray's movie because Ray movie, Ray's movie is probably going to have a lot of Jedi or at least more than one. Yeah. And, and then our... you can do Dawn of the Jedi. You can give everybody what they want and give us, you know, a hundred Jedi. That's going to be in interesting. And yeah. I'm, I'm super excited about that. Which speaking of Jedi, I totally forgot about the Acolyte. Like that dude, for I a while that was, that was my I've number one project totally for a while. Ball because and I'm actually getting more hyped about Acolyte as the days go on. Ahsoka and Acolyte, I think, are like... I'm super hyped about this combo of like Ahsoka and then Acolyte. When is Acolyte uh, um, supposed to come out? Probably early 2024. Okay. Like probably March or April, if I were to guess. Right. January? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, I mean... For the longest time, when we had the the slate of projects that, coming out, we didn't know when they were coming out. I was always like, "Oh, Acolyte," and Jamie, I think, was the same. And I think you had it at one or two. So, like, yeah. But I always forget about it. I don't know why. Don't forget uh, Skeleton you know. Crew. <laughs> you forgot Skeleton Crew. That's going to be the January show. Is it? You think? Yeah, because they. I mean, they said it was twenty twenty three, and I believe them. What is that? I believe that it's going to be like December twenty ninth, twenty twenty three, but technically still twenty twenty three. But what is that show going to contribute? Like, 
I think it's going to be. Is it just going to be a fun story? Like adventure in space, yeah. Well, I, which I think will be. I mean, I'm looking forward to it um, to a degree. Like I think it'll be fun. Um, and Jude Law's in it. And Jude Law's usually like Jude pretty Law. awesome. Yeah. So, um, I just don't know if it ties into the greater picture. Like maybe it doesn't have to. But I mean, isn't it? It's taking place after, or like during. It's taking place during the New Republic. Right. So I would assume it would tie into everything I just, else. Would those would those characters appear in these other projects? I bet I you bet think? they would appear in the movies. I mean, you don't get Jude Law and not use him anymore. Yeah. I, he's probably expensive, but you don't get someone that big and only have them in one little miniseries or something. I don't know. If, he, strange if he's to me. supposed to be like the teacher or the mentor of the group, he mm, probably does. Mentors don't last very long in Star Wars. Something I wanted to bring up, kind of not necessarily um, Star Wars related, but it is in a way. Um, I was looking at this recently. Because indie hasn't been doing well at the box office. Right. And I wanted to see like how many movies have done well since um you know, like since the movies opened back up during COVID. Yeah. And we know every Star Wars movie except Solo hit a billion. Did Rogue yeah. One hit a billion? Yeah. They all hit a billion. So they all yes. they were all very successful. Um so since the pandemic, only I think only two movies have hit a billion, unless this is an outdated thing. Well, this, yeah, I mean, uh, Spider-Man: No Way Home got 1.9 billion. Yeah. Top Gun: Maverick got a billion. Well, it's, you're forgetting leaving, you're out, leaving out a big one. Oh, the God. third highest-grossing movie of all time. Oh, Avatar. Avatar: Way of Water broke two this billion was, in like its first friggin' weekend. Not it was really, an older article. There's probably something quickly. else I'm forgetting too, but I'm trying to think. I can't think of another movie that hit, reached a billion. Oh, but the I mean, Flash. That, not the Flash hitting a billion, no. But if the Flash okay. was the movie that the, the movie that came out like two weeks ago that I was trying to remember. Oh right, right. But yeah, I mean, um, No Time to Die, James Daniel Craig's final movie that made seven hundred seventy four million. So that's like, nothing that's, to shake a. Nothing no, to I know. Shake a, what do you? What's the? I don't know the phrase. I always say that's nothing, nothing to, to shake, shake a stick at, at. Shake a stick at. That's it. Shake a stick at. Uh, the battle at Lake, uh, Chang Changing. I don't know what this movie is. It actually looks awesome, but nine hundred two million. That's probably million. That sounds like it. What? It, where is that from? Um, it is a Chinese movie. Okay. Approved and stamped by the Chinese Communist Party to celebrate the hundredth anniversary. Uh, of well, anyways, it was the. That makes sense. The highest grossing non-English film at the time. There you go. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness made $947 million. We jumped from <laughs> Communist China approved movie to Doctor Strange. <laughs> to Doctor Strange. <laughs> um, I don't think Quantumania did very well, did it? No, Quantumania did not do very um, well. But I, the whole point of this is that uh, the movie theater in the box offices drastically changed since it has since the pandemic so it like has. like going back to alex like a lot of people think like that where uh we don't need to go to the movies as much like we can we can wait for we, we pay for all these streaming services like let's wait for them to come out on that maybe and that's where i am with marvel right now um, yeah like i don't yeah, know see. the next marvel movie i'll go to the theaters for yeah it's not the marvels uh, well it is yeah. the marvels that's the next one that's the next one um but I mean, the next Spider-Man movie, whenever that comes, that's probably that would bring me in. Uh, hey, you know. you missed a, a 
in across the Spider-Verse. I mean, that that's mind boggling to I me. I know. Well, I never saw the first one. So everyone, everyone I yell heard, at me in the comments. Oh I my seen God, it. I forgot about that. You haven't. Oh, my God. You have to see that. I do. You're a Spider-Man fan. You have to see Into the Spider-Verse. I'm like a I'm a weird Spider-Man fan. Well, clearly. Yeah, you like, are. It took me a year to see Homecoming when I, and it blew me away when I saw it. Oh my god. Um but anyways, uh we we talked about Don and Ray and James Mangold, but this final piece is like why I wanted to have a podcast um recording today with Matt and that is uh Jason Sindilla. So funny story, you guys, I mentioned this a few times, but I work uh part-time over at a used lego store not like the lego store but it's a used lego store and it's really fun we get all these old sets in all the time always showing matt but uh i took a break yesterday and i came back and jamie texted me about this the leak lego leak love lego leaks about the lego ghost uh which will be in ahsoka so the set is for that it's coming out with the show in september september 1st i think gonna get it day one but i'm looking at the figures and i'm like okay there's Hera. looks cool what's her new look and i wait that's Jason Sandilla, and it said it. And like no one else in the store was excited because I don't think they they care about they do care about the content a little. A lot of them haven't seen Rebels and Clone Wars and all that. But uh, I, I mean, I love Lego, but I'm there for the Star Wars content. Like I get the Lego because I like the Star Wars content. So I was excited about Jason, and I'm at this weird point where everyone knows I'm a Ben Solo fan. And I've been dying for Ben Solo to, Solo to appear in these New Republic things. Uh, there was rumors he was gonna in, I think, Book of Boba, and it didn't happen with Han. He was gonna be with Han, just chilling. Yeah, right. And I just that, that I love Ben Solo, but I think I'm at a weird place where I love Jason Tendula almost as much, which is hilarious. Because that's so funny. He's he has well, appeared he's in point so cool. two seconds of. I mean, I dude, well, you he's know the me. Son of, I mean, I love Han and Leia, but he's the offspring of. Two of my favorite. Uh, you love Kanan, and I'm the hero. He's person, the son so of like, my favorite Jedi, like of all time. Kanan yeah. Jarrus is my favorite friggin' Jedi of all time, and he's he's the son of of Kanan Jarrus. Oh my god, dude! And Hera, and Hera. You love Hera. I'm <laughs> I'm the Kanan guy. I love Hera too. I can't can't say I don't love Hera. Hera's like probably my second favorite member of the Ghost Crew. Yeah, um, for sure. Actually, what am I saying? Probably, but I friggin' love Kanan. And the fact that he has a son, and oh my god, I always that say this that he can't see. Well, technically, through the force, he's there. Eh, he's there. It's debatable on whether or not you re- retain your consciousness after you die. He, he's uh, taking a peek. Wars. He's taking a peek. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he did kind of appear as the wolves, I guess. If yeah. you want to look at that as as him specifically, and not just the force kind of acting him i don't it's, it's all up in the air but anyway but this, um, was, this was huge not, not just this is huge i mean this we is didn't know he was gonna be in the show pumped. we were kind of like oh he might be there and yeah, yeah going back you've always you've always railed against me worrying that he wasn't gonna be in the show so what are you talking about i've read ra- i could I, we could probably go back i've to always some thought he was gonna be in the show like matt will you chill he's all you of course he's gonna be in the in the show okay uh, but i wasn't i was probably like 33 percent sure 30 and you were railing against me. That's a at good chance. Thirty-three percent. That's a third. My ass. So we go back to Celebration Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, they show. I don't think this trailer has been shown still. That you no. and I saw the exclusive trailer, and it shows the little hand reaching out to a cup. I think the cup moves. I'm not sure. Yeah. But we're always like, okay, little kid. 
it's uh, the sequel of Rebels here. Who could it be? I'm like, oh, it's definitely Jason. And that was that has been my number one most excited thing for this show since then. Dude, and I, I forgot about it until yesterday. because I'm like, that probably is Jason. And that sets up. I mean, there's infinite potential with this kid. He yeah. could become one of Luke's students and probably survive again. Just because Luke's temple is destroyed does not mean all of his students have to be dead by the time the sequels show up. I mean, this is the same complaint people could levy against Ahsoka in the Clone Wars. In fact, it it is the complaint people levy. Jason Sindula is the Ahsoka new Ahsoka in the Clone Wars. He is basically. I honestly, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with that comparison. <laughs> I'm gonna say he is the Ahsoka of as we're gonna temple. call him like Snips or uh, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of a better nickname. And then he's and then he's gonna call Ezra uh, Bridge Guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey Bridge Guy. Wait hey, a minute. Bridge Guy. Sky Bridge. I don't know. What what was that? You, you can, you're connecting something. A bri- bridges are in the sky almost. <laughs> if you're sure. really far below. Sure. Like the Golden Gate Bridge, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Sure. It's pretty, t- it's pretty foggy tall. Day. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, um, what's cool is. Canon was mastered Ezra, and yep. now Ezra could be mastered to Jason, which is I, dude. I literally cannot possibly tell you how cool that would be for Canon to train Ezra, and then for Ezra to train. Ezra probably doesn't even know that Kanan's there is a son. kid. No, he doesn't. Of course, he doesn't. <laughs> He's, he what? hasn't kept in contact with them. <laughs> he wasn't there. He like he he left as soon. He was there the when last... I won't say anything. He was. Go ahead. No. Well, he knew that he knew Hera and Kanan were obviously together, so maybe it wouldn't yeah. be that surprising that they had a kid. So no, it, would, it probably it probably wouldn't surprise him. But I mean, his well, room wasn't too far away from theirs. Human. Yeah, there you go. Oh, <laughs> that's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's get to how he looks. And it was funny because when you're working, when you're doing like real work in the real world. And you're yeah. not focusing on like the internet like we do a lot of the time. I come back to think like I have thoughts, and then I come back and I'm like, oh, people are making a big deal about that. Like that's interesting. But apparently, I was gonna say something online about how like, oh, why does he have green hair? But that had already become a touchy subject within an hour. Um, so I do think it's very interesting he doesn't. And this we're going off a Lego minifigure. They don't Legos don't have ears, which Jason does have pointy elf ears that are a little green in uh, in Rebels. He, he also has green eyebrows and green hair in Rebels. In this, he has uh, brown hair and yeah. brown eyebrows. <laughs> he, um, you see his ears in Rebels? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, of course. It's the number one thing I look at. He has the elf ears. First thing I Google when I Google Jason Sindula is Jason Sindula. Where did you think his ears were if you couldn't see them? I thought his hair was shaggier. No, but his, yeah, ears those are, are his ears are round, though. But they're green. They're still long as hell. Yeah, they are. They're big, big ears, big flappy. The best ears. thing to compare them to is elf ears. Um, yeah, but it is interesting because it's a it's a Twi'lek and a human had a kid, and uh, like how would that work? And I guess yeah. that that I thought they did a pretty good job. I mean, the Rebels animation makes it look weird, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, a I mean, lot of stuff looks weird. I'm in just the Rebels I don't style. care about his hair. Like apparently, I was born with um like red hair like you uh, know, look g- at your ginger beard. well i know i have i still have a ginger beard but my you're, hair is you're black. barbarossa over there dude i have very uh dark black dark dark black dark black or brown hair um 
but I kept the fa- the red facial hair. I guess it stayed. So like maybe uh, Jason Sedilla, his hair turned brown, blackish yeah. like Kanan, and he'll have a uh, green facial hair. <laughs> oh, that'd be great! That'd be I'd awesome. love that. I'd be so that. That's it. That's what I'm so, looking forward to. But I, I really, green, green I really stash. hope he does have something that makes him look different because it'd be weird of to have scenes with Hera like talking about her son there and everything, and he's just like a human being. When um, yeah, Hera is clearly not so. Yeah, it would be kind of weird. He'll have they the ears. To, he'll have, he'll have something have weird to, with his ears. They definitely have to play into the fact that he's a hybrid. You know. Yeah. He's not just a human. I'm I'm honestly surprised they didn't go with green hair. I think green hair would have been the easiest thing to do. Yeah, but eh, who knows? I just I'm I'm obsessed with Jason Sandula and like Dude. all the different ways of like what he could be. Just like how cute he is, and like he, for us diehard Rebels fans, like he is like he's like our kid. Everyone he's that the loves legacy that show, character he's, for Rebels. Yeah, you he's know, all, he's I, all of our kid. I love legacy characters. I love characters and, that kind of take the the yeah, take the the torch after it's passed on, and and continue the spirit of what our original favorite heroes you know fought for. And Jason is the best of his mom and probably the best of his dad. I mean, he probably might be the worst of them too. And I think that would be <laughs> exciting. Maybe he has a French accent when he gets angry. <laughs> I just watched that episode the other day and I was like, Oh my God, that's such a, like a cool detail. I love that. that. Like nobody notices the one it's where Cham shows up. Yeah. And she's and like arguing with them and Kanan's she's yelling all, all of a sudden she turns French. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he I love that. Like, stand straight. You're making me look bad. How do I look? It's, I, <laughs> I love Kanan. In front of the I love Kanan. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, is Cham still kicking? He's still sadly. He, you don't I'm like Cham? I like no, I like Cham. He's cool. Well, Cham's he's, a bit of an a, asshole in Rebels. But he's, he's a awesome wild card. card. Bad Batch. He's, he's a wild card. Well, he's a huge. He's kind of like Saw Guerrero in a way. He is. He's so, definitely um, somebody who who has like goals and he'll just do anything to achieve them. Um, I want to see more Cham. Fighter. And those kind, those are those kinds of people. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, Go- he wasn't Uncle in Gobi. Resistance Reborn, though. No, they so use another indicate that he's dead. I mean, knowing him, he's probably dead because he's pretty hardcore and uh, dangerous lifestyle. True. Go Gobi, Gobi, his like right hand man slash basically not brother, but they call him Uncle Gobi. Uncle uh, Gobi, yeah. They named the resistance that the the blaster the resistance uses is called the Glee, uh, and I, I always loved that one. But I for the longest time I was like, wait. It's Gobi Glee. They named it after him. I don't know why they did that. That's a weird detail. I don't either, but that's great. Why didn't they name it the Chim? Or I don't like... know. The so right Gobi, the... Gobi's dead. You don't name something after a guy that that is a lot. That's true. That would mean that Numa's probably dead too. And Damn. Numa, Numa's a, a big legacy character because she was saved by uh, yeah. Waxer and Boyle, who then has carried the little, their, uh... her face on their uh, yeah on their uh, helmet. I... And I love all that. Me too. I, I Wax love, and Boyle might be some of my favorite clones of all time. I love the Ryloth stuff. I love the Twi'lek stuff. I want to sit down. You know, I kind of wish I showed my dad because I when we sat down to watch Rebels, because this was for my dad to kind of catch up to where we're going to be in Ahsoka. So I, I used it as an excuse to rewatch Rebels. Um, but I showed him the Mandalore arc in the Clone Wars of like Darth Maul taking... Oh no! Okay. Well, taking over Mandalore, killing Duchess Satine, taking the uh, dark saber, all that. I figured that was pretty important for Rebels. 
Uh, and, you know, obviously now that he knows who Bo-Katan is, I figured, you know, this is her yeah. origin story, basically, dude. So you get to check that out. Um, and then I did the Siege of Mandalore before we started Rebels. But I honestly think I should have also done the Ryloth stuff in Bad Batch. Maybe like a Ryloth, one of the Ryloth arcs, maybe the Wax and Oil arc in Clone Wars. Has he not watched Bad Batch? He has. He has watched Bad Batch. <sighs> But the, the Ryloth arc's awesome. I mean, it's Terra. I mean, Chopper, every, everybody Jenny. always benefits from rewatching things. Right. You always benefit from the rewatch. Give it a rewatch. But now we're too far in. Yeah. I, you know, I, and I think later today, what time is it? I think we'll probably have time. I'm going to finish season two, which means I get to watch Twilight of the Apprentice, which means I Malachor. get to lose my shit because that is my favorite Star Wars, some of my favorite Star Wars of all time. So I'm really excited Has about that. Has your dad been enjoying it? Or so you're just kind of like, meh. No, he's been enjoying it. He likes it. Well, I mean, I think Zeb's his favorite character. Oh, Zeb's awesome. And he, dude, Zeb, he like he loves Zeb and, and Mando now. He's like, oh man. Sometimes Zeb is like my favorite. Like Jamie and I yeah. always joke about how you can make an argument for every Ghost Crew member of like and why they're the best one. Who are like, we talking to that said like Zeb is Chewbacca who can talk? I forget I who know. said That's that. That's basically what he is. I mean, it is, and and but it like works like really. Zeb's well, so funny. I think. I'm all, I'm always slapping my knee whenever Zeb says something. He's but just, like he's Zeb so is chill, also, he's so, I don't know. Zeb is also just like really like smart. Like he's a street smart yeah. dude. Like like I, he's not just like a dumb oaf character. No, he's like even Chewy, though he's Chewy like smart. the brawn. Yeah. Although Chewy falls for the, the food and the uh, deer, Jedi. the the <laughs> asshole deer. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Although Zeb, Zeb thinks with his stomach too. Sometimes I feel. Yeah, well, Zeb, Zeb's got some some moron moments, but then he's got more smart moments. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's not like. I'm sorry, Jamie. He's not like Wrecker. <laughs> no, I mean we would all we would all say Wrecker's dumb. I mean, of course he's dumb. <laughs> I don't think Definitely anyone thinks he's like smart. <laughs> yeah, he has. No. He's had a mo- he's had a few moments, but he's dumb. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm excited for Ahsoka, obviously. Um, yeah, not as much as you. Like, I'm, I'm at a, we're a it, month away, basically, month and a half. Yeah. And I am the most hyped I've been for anything Star Wars since Rise of Skywalker. This is definitely like my most anticipated thing, I think. Uh, yeah. And it's a month and a half away. Like, I can't believe we're that close. Once it once it starts for me, like, I just need these things to come out and, like, be watching them. And then I'll be into it and thinking about it. I have a hard time, like, I don't know. I have a hard time getting, like, over-the-moon hyped about things until they, like, start. Like, Andor. But I don't think anyone was going into Andor, like. I no offense. Really... I wasn't hyped for Andor. But I was, you know, I was like, ooh. Well, yeah, I was looking Andor's forward to it. Fun. And, and yeah. the, the premise of it being a spy thriller. But once it started, I was, like, hooked, so. Uh, this will definitely be the same thing, I think. And then, um, what's after Ahsoka? Skeleton crew. Skeleton crew, <laughs> which we keep forgetting about. Okay, we. So, so Ahsoka will run from uh, what, like August thirtieth or twenty third. I forget. August probably to like mid October, late October. It's gonna be starting and over before we know it. Eight episodes. Yep. Yeah. And then oh. after that, I think Skeleton Crew is probably gonna be December, if I were to guess. Uh, but like the end of December into like January. So we're going to probably be like January, February. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I might actually push my acolyte guest to maybe like April or May. Kind of like Mando. 
We always do. We, we base yeah. it off like how they've been doing it. That, Mando started in March. Oh, true. So maybe it'll be maybe it'll be Obi Wan. Obi Wan was May. Oh, you're right. When's Bad Batch three coming out? Uh, you think? know, just pick just pick a show and and just put Bad Batch like just slap it right over it. And oh, it definitely will. Because there's like three projects coming out next year. Is Andor next year as well? Yeah, dude. Next fall. Oh. Next fall, probably oh. probably August again. Probably the yeah. Ahsoka time slot. So we're getting three shows next year, basically. How many shows did we get this year? Three. Well, two and a half. I, mean, I want to count. I mean, if we're counting live action shows, we got two. I count them all. But yeah, you skeleton crew kind of tacked on there. Uh, if we're talking all shows, then we got three this year and we'll get four next year, which is like wild. That is. But yeah, this was our like. I was telling Matt we're going to do a news roundup. I, I kind of worded that wrong. It was more of a thoughts roundup. Thoughts roundup um, down. But um, the other thing I wanted to point out, and we're going to end here in like a minute, but the the Lego leak, it, it says it's coming out September 1st. And this is kind of like, hopefully we're getting back on track with things coming out with, uh, and by things, I mean merchandise and toys and everything coming out with the uh, projects. I was going to say movies or shows, but um last year a set came out with andor when that was coming out and like it looks like all these ahsoka toys and, and like ahsoka is the best thing to merchandise like there's so oh, much yeah. crap you can do and she's like super recognizable now she's like one of the biggest star wars characters yeah. around and i don't know if it's um i don't know if it was a covid thing or or what but everything fell off pace since rise of skywalker yeah. and, and mando uh season one toys like there hasn't been force fridays and i mean there haven't been movies it's easier to merchandise around a movie i feel than a show yeah, but um, and you were just reminded me that in a week or so we're getting San Diego Comic Con, um, yeah. and that's gonna probably there's a rumor that we're gonna get the TVC ghost leak or yeah the ghost reveal um then I hope so, which I'm because that also means the Rebels characters are entering into uh the vintage collection and and, and I mean that's do you think it'll be the Rebels alive. ghost or they'll yes. do like I think it's Rebels Ahsoka ghost. No, I think it's Rebels Ghost. Okay. Well, um, I'm excited. And the Rebels crew, I think, are coming to TVC. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And this well, week's G-Fest. And you know what that means? I don't know what that means. It's Godzilla. Godzilla Fest. Oh, and wow. there's been a Twitter account. The Japanese Godzilla Twitter account has been counting down with every Godzilla movie starting at 30 all the way down to one. Tomorrow, they're reaching one. Um... And then I think on on Tuesday they're going to announce the new Japanese Godzilla movie that comes out later this year. Wow! Uh, rumored to be Godzilla Zero, and I think the countdown is specifically so that it will will reach Godzilla One, and then they'll go Godzilla Zero. You know, um, really excited about that. That's going to take place in like 1945, which is before the first one took place in 1954. So it's going to be like even it's going to be earlier uh, in the timeline. I'm super excited to see that. Yeah, go check out Matt's Godzilla podcast called uh, Roar with Matt. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Go Ro- Roaring any, around with Matt. <laughs> any day. Roaring around. There you go. That's better. Just kidding. He does not somebody. have a Godzilla podcast. But maybe I gotta find somebody who likes Godzilla like I do. If you like Godzilla, uh, message us. Comment yeah. below. Hit up Matt. And and talk to me about starting to... a podcast. And then yeah. I can talk over you, just like I talk over my, my other co-hosts. <laughs> um, 
And with that, before I'm talked over one more time, uh, this has been AJ and Matt. I don't usually do the sign out, so this is weird. Um, sign offs. Uh, Holland at Marauders. You can check us out on Twitter at Holland at Marauder. No S. We're now on Threads. I don't know if that's going to be around. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter uh, version variant. Um, we're on there at Holland at Marauders. We have a fun Instagram page. Yeah, check out our Patreon too, like we mentioned before. If this is the first episode you watched, check out all of our episodes and all our funny things. We'll have some live streams coming up soon. And uh, yeah, stay tuned.